Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Find us on Facebook.com slash Podcast, Twitter.com slash Podcast, Patreon.com slash Podcast, Instagram at Podcast Go, iTunes at Podcast Go. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast. Go! I'm hosting tonight. My name's Ralph. In front of me, I have Mr. Steve. Hey, check out these Deku nuts. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tough act to follow. And then we have Harry over here. Yeah, I'm an internet uh, creep. (laughs) Internet weirdo. Internet weirdo. And then beside me, I have Mr. Clark. I have a Deku stick to go along with Steve's Deku nuts. <laughs> a lot of nuts and sticks around here, and yeah, okay. We're doing Majora's Mask, in case you couldn't tell. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook.com slash Podcast. All right, initial impressions. What do you gentlemen think? I actually never played this one before, so I was excited to. The very last Zelda game that I've ever played was Ocarina of Time, and I heard a lot about it, so when it came up, I was I was pretty excited. Harry? This is a game I was excited to play for a long time, but I think what held me back, which we'll get into game development, I think this one had, you needed the expansion on the Nintendo 64 to play. Required. Yeah. Didn't didn't have that, so again, it it fell through the cracks for all these years. I'm glad we picked it up for the podcast. I wish I had more fun playing this, though. You had a tough childhood, Harry. No expansion pack. Yeah. Clark? So, I have a confession to make. This is actually the first Zelda game that I've ever completed. Um, This is probably, other than the Super Nintendo one, this is probably the only one that I've dumped more than a few hours into. I was just thinking when you said... I played the Super Nintendo one a a lot. Okay. But I never beat it. Right, right. I had it when I was younger. But I had a lot of fun playing this, but the difference is I didn't have to use a piece of shit Nintendo 64 controller. I got to use my DS. The control scheme's a lot better, and better visuals. Okay. I was just going to say, you know, it's interesting, because Zelda's barely in this one. She's, like, in one cutscene. Right there in the beginning, is, right? Yeah, there is, like, yeah. no Zelda, and this is the first Legend of Zelda game that you've beaten. So, Majora's Mask, my first impressions, I actually remember reading in a magazine about Zelda Gaiden after Ocarina of Time. I was excited in 1999 for Majora's Mask. It came out, I played it, I loved it, I had the soundtrack. I listened to the soundtrack for years. I know that that kind of sounds weird, but, like, the Song of Healing had, like, this weird effect on me where I would listen to it over and over and over again. And not to get sound like I'm, you know, super depressed or anything, or I was, but the game kind of is dark like that. There's there's that, I don't want to say depressed mood, because the world's going to end or anything, but I just, I really liked it, enjoyed it, and I've loved it since. Um, I have three copies of it. I have the promotional disc for the GameCube. I have it on the Wii U, and I have a hard cart. Oh, he has a hard cart. Yeah, hard cart. I have a hard cart. Yeah, I couldn't give this enough praise. Not to get into the review, but uh, he's just going to drop the score already. Yeah. Boom! Yeah. Boom! Boom! We get a ninety-eight percent done. <laughs> yeah, I played it over and over again. Loved it until moved on to the GameCube. All right, let's move right on into uh, game development. Game development. All right, so like I mentioned before, you needed the expansion pack to play this. I think that was, at the time, how many kids were going to pay that kind of money just for an expansion pack? 
So well, I, I think mean, the dedicated one. ones. Kids wouldn't. Their parents would. Well, I no, still no, no, have I... the expansion pack box, actually. All right. It's well, the only box I have for the N64 is my expansion pack box. I don't know why, but I, I did have it. Real quick, just to be completely 100% transparent, Ralph is a Nintendo fanboy. I say that I say that with I am tons a recovering, of admiration. I am you're, a recovering fanboy. <clears throat> I think you're the only Nintendo fanboy that we have on the podcast. Okay, let me put it this way. I was a pretty big fanboy during the N64 era, and then during the GameCube, PS2, Xbox era, you grew up a I branched bit. out. I completely branched out. Yeah, I grew up, I grew up a little bit. I, I got hair down there. Nice. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't you go around any of that. I went you there. Go. <laughs> I'm going there. No, it's I... Itchy. When I when I was eighteen and I got my PS2, I got hair in my <laughs> in my balls. As sex tricky, really made him drop, man. Let me tell you, um, <laughs> it's tricky, <laughs> tricky, tricky. Um, I was I was a Nintendo fanboy before I knew what a fanboy was. Like legitimately, I just like I just had an N64 and that's what I played and loved. PlayStation, no interest, none. Dreamcast, ah, oh, that's cool, no interest in it. So, full disclosure, recovering Nintendo fanboy. I still like Nintendo. I think they've made some missteps. Let's just move on, I think. Right, but the point I was trying to make with the... the expansion pack. The expansion pack, yes. though. I think that, at least for me, I yeah. don't know how many other people I can speak for, but I, I see that as a barrier. Because I believe it was retailed at the price of a new game. You know, we should have been friends. Because I had two expansion packs. <laughs> oh, man. I think I gave one away because I had I bought or I got Donkey Kong 64 as a gift and that one came with the expansion pack because there was a bug in the game that they could not fix and the only thing that fixed it was having the expansion pack in the N64. Hmm. So that one came in like a big box. I think it was like 70 or 80 dollars and it had the game and the expansion pack. I'm positive I gave mine away to somebody. Well, I was just saying I think it was a barrier for some. Sure. That maybe it kind of mitigated the audience that went from Ocarina to Majora's. I remember. I got it for Perfect Dark. Wasn't it it a package deal? You needed the expansion pack to play the main game, and there was actually like a high-low res mode because you could do like multiplayer with bots without the expansion pack, but literally you couldn't play the game without it. So I got that first, got the expansion pack, then Majora's, then uh, Donkey Kong, I'm almost positive. My blockade was that I never owned a 64, so... I didn't own a 64. Either. No, I only got to play Ocarina because I traded with my friend my PlayStation so he could play Metal Gear Solid and so I could play Ocarina of Time. That's a fair trade. I, yeah. I did stuff like that back in the day. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like, hey, I, ha- I want to play this and you have that. Oh, well, I want to play this and you have that. Hey, we'll trade. Don't- That's how it used to be before YouTube, man. Couldn't just go watch some gameplay footage on the fucking... <laughs> no, you had to that's see true. the fucking no, internet. That's, that's damn true. I actually remember... Um, I didn't have a PlayStation like I just said. Uh, I A friend of mine, shout out Ryan Whitman. We haven't talked in years. Shout out to Ryan Whitman. Shout out Ryan. Um, he loaned me his... Great guy. His play- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's not bad. Uh, Ooh, he loaned Ryan me his, his PlayStation 1, and I really wanted to play Final Fantasy 7. And I think I thought I had it, but I actually had 8. And I played 8 for about a couple hours and I gave it back to him. Because I, 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 I remember the beginning of the game. I remember the, um, uh, what, what is it? Majora's Mask? Can, can oh, I tell you Because are we talking about Majora's talking Mask? talking the intro video on Final <clears throat> Fantasy 8. I remember the area and the, the, the school. What is it called? The, the Lamb Garden. Yeah, the Garden. The Garden. I remember the Garden. You and tell him, Harry. That's oh, obviously... You're shitting, you're shitting yeah. on Harry's dreams, because, like, no, 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 no. that was his game yeah, yeah, yeah. for a while. Yeah, 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 hey, Harry. No, no, Me no. too. Yeah. No, Loved it's okay, it. guys. It's okay. You, you completely understood. So, that's why I got my Final Fantasy VIII tattoo on my arm. <laughs> 
No. Obviously, the <laughs> no, beginning of that game is different from <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. It's a gun blade. <laughs> <laughs> I got the line hurt on my dick. Zintos. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when I take my underwear oh. off. That tune just comes out. I'll be waiting here. I call my dick my gun blade. <laughs> that is violent. All right. It's sharp and it fires shots. <laughs> Impractically, no one more? knows actually how it works. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> to, uh, to channel the spoony one for a moment and hope that's not... Uh... Every time it shoots, it's a surprise to everybody. <laughs> Hope that's not so that our one poison. trigger. <laughs> Does a sword hurt more if you load it with bullets? <laughs> what happens when yes. you pull the trigger? Dude, it does. <laughs> it's the concept, man. It's just so fucking cool. Okay. Yeah. Histor- so Majora's, so Majora's mask. <laughs> it did require the expansion pack. I was going to save that for graphics because I think one of the reasons they they needed to have it overall with the textures were better, the draw distance were better. You could see more. Um, you could see more characters on the screen at one time, but that blur effect, that motion blur effect that is in Majora's Mask and it's not in Ocarina of Time, the expansion pack is part of that, obviously doubling the, the RAM of the console. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I I don't really Is that what like the expansion it, pack did? Yeah, that's double the RAM. Yeah, it was from four to eight megs, I think. Wow. A whole eight megs. Whole eight, whole eight, megs. eight megabytes. <laughs> oh yeah. But back to the development. Of the game, unless you were done with your point, Harry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I think that I think that was all I wanted to say. It just like that was a, I think that was a big part of that game, though. Like, and and why I didn't get to it sooner, to be honest with you. Which I think is a shame because if you had had this game when you were when it came out new, I think you would have taken the time and you would have enjoyed it and you you would probably love it. Whereas with this time, I understand you didn't have quite as good experience. Yeah, eh, quite as good yeah, an we'll experience. We'll get into it. Other things with game development. So Majora's Mask came out in the year 2000 uh, in Japan. The millennium. Yeah, I have April 27th came out in Japan, uh, August 26th in North America, and then a little bit later, I think, for um, for the PAL region for, for Europe. It was developed in one year. So the game was directed by uh, Eji Aonuma. I think I'm saying his name right. He actually was involved in Ocarina of Time. I think he made the dungeons if i'm right for for the temples he made like the actual like setup and uh and concept for those he was promoted to director by miyamoto and miyamoto uh was trying to get him actually to work on the master quest and onuma said he didn't want to work on master quest because he spent five years making what he thought were perfect temples and dungeons so for those of you who don't know, the Master Quest is actually just Ocarina of Time where they change the dungeons and temples. They they turned the insides, you know, flipped everything all around, changed the puzzles. He didn't want to redo the temples or dungeons for Ocarina of Time. He wanted to make a new Zelda game. He felt that he had spent five years making perfect temples, perfect dungeons. He did not want to go back to it. So he pitched that idea to Miyamoto, like, let's make a new game. And Miyamoto said, yeah, sure, but you got to do it in a year, which was unheard of at the time that he could actually, you know, try to make a full 3D Zelda in one year. It had taken five years to make Ocarina, but he accepted the challenge, and he and his team worked very diligently, overworked, like, weekends, everything, trying to get this game pushed through. So much so that the director actually had a nightmare about Deku Scrubs, and... (laughs) Yeah, he had this the crazy nightmare, apparently, about the, the Deku, like, coming at him. And the next day, he went to work, and one of the designers had made that cutscene from the very beginning of the game when, 
Link turns into the Deku scrub, where it's just the scrubs getting bigger and bigger and closer and closer and closer, and he mm-hmm. was completely flabbergasted because that was exactly like his dream, weird. which is really weird. Yeah, like <clears throat> not that the the whole game's development was weird like that, or there were other anomalies, but you know that little nugget of information it just it just adds something to this game for me than part of the development. Allegedly, once. Uh, Miyamoto had seen how far they had come in so short of time. He said, okay, you can have some more time to do it. And Onuma was pissed at this, saying, like, we have pushed so hard to get this done for a year. No, we're going to have it complete and ready in that time frame. And they met their deadline. That's pretty impressive. hmm, Maybe they should have taken some extra time. (laughs) (laughs) When you look at the game in the context of 2000, I saw that there were similarities with the same characters and everything, but for me, there was no diminishment. Looking at it now, I can see that these corners were cut to make that year development. I think it is important to note that they were able to crunch this game out so quickly because they based everything off of the previous engine. Yeah, they they used a lot of the resources from Ocarina. Yeah, when you're you're playing the game, you feel it. Like, the environments, the, the, the creatures that are in the game, even the character models, like, it just looks like almost like a big copy and paste but that has worked into the story because termina is sort of an alternate reality to hyrule so yes they had that limitation and they wrote it into the story which i think makes it work like you have the ranch the milk ranch and it's almost the same characters who are in ocarina yes you know like it it's sort of like everyone not necessarily the shadow of who they are in ocarina but I kind of like the way that they they pitched it and they made that work. Um, One other thing I wanted to mention and forgot to was that in the beginning, it was supposed to be a seven-day cycle, not just a three-day cycle. And after they started to get into the game, they realized that the amount of work that that would take to have a seven-day cycle and like have Anju and Kafe's couple's quest over seven days would have been a nightmare. That would have been terrible. To play and to design. That would have been so terrible. Yeah, now, if there was bad. a system like in the 3DS game where you can pick by the hour where you want to move around to, yeah, that, was that would work. That I had. Whoa, what? We'll get into yeah, that. There were, yeah, in okay. the gameplay. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's there, there are There are some differences. Because I played on the <clears throat> N64. I played on the DS. Because I don't have a 64. Okay. I played on the Wii. Well, neither do I. I borrow Ralph's. I okay. played on the 64. Right. You go. <laughs> All right, let's move right on into the story. Story. All right, can I start off because I need some clarification on that? No. Fuck Ralph, you. go ahead. No. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, get, you hit me with your best shot. Okay. So, Fire away. This is that. supposed to be treated like a sequel, correct? This is a direct sequel to Ocarina. Yeah, the because Link, who's in the forest in the is beginning. Is it Ocarina or Ocarina? Because I'm going to be saying that a bunch. And I want to know that which one's. Tomato, which... tomato. I, I, I mean, okay. I say Ocarina. Some people say Ocarina. I think I say both. I say Ocarina. Ukarina. Ukarina, okay. All right. Or Arc- fucking flute. <laughs> or Kana. Or Kina. The oval flute. <laughs> Playing those holes. All the fingers. Play all the holes with all the fingers. I had one. Azorus penis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they're blue. <laughs> you could say a Goron's rock hard all the time. <laughs> all right. So I had a huge problem with the story go please clarify it so it looks okay when you're opening up in the game it looks mm-hmm. like he's just marching away from the events at hyrule yeah on Apana. he's crossing the woods he's basically like pona pona sorry <laughs> la da he's basically crossing the countryside leaving that country to enter foreign lands so 
No, no. Let me finish. Go ahead. <laughs> you heard no, 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 the no. click. So in the events of Ocarina of Time, there is a point where you can teleport, I think it's seven years into the future. Correct. Bypassing the events of Majora's Mask, because he is still young Link when he's traveling to this other country. Now, within that three-day span of when the events start in Majora's Mask, the moon will crash into the Earth. Termina. So it would just be Termina specifically that's destroyed. Specifically Termina. Okay. So so a moon, if it crashed into our Earth, would only destroy like one one city. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Ra- Ralph's about to give you the stranger yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Let me start at the beginning. <laughs> so at the end of the Ocarina of Time, Link goes back in time and warns Zelda of everything that happens. <laughs> And at the very end, he puts the Master Sword back, and Navi floats up into the sky and leaves him. Now, because what's Navi? The, the original the fairy. fairy from the first, not from Tattle, not Tainal, like like Tattle, Tattle. yeah, Tainal, Tainal. <laughs> you know what? At night in the dark, you can call whatever you want, Clark. <laughs> um, I call him a Master Sword, <laughs> <laughs> not the Big Goron Sword. Okay, the Great Fairy Sword, um, no, the Gilded Sword. That's what you call. Him. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just do 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 do. Just degraded here. Let me tell my piece. So, <laughs> go ahead and wield your great fairy sword. <laughs> Harry obviously hasn't watched hours of videos theorizing the Zelda no, no timeline. One, nobody should. And he doesn't have a copy of a Hyrule Historia to read and review and know that. Why does that exist? What? That the end of Ocarina of Time in general splits onto three separate timelines. So with this timeline, Link goes back to the past. He warns Zelda, hey, I just went through all this shit. This is what happened. Ganon's bad. Ganon is banished at that point. You know, in the beginning of the game, or no, I don't know if you got to that point where you're still child Link and you visit Zelda and she gives you, she gives you, I think, the... Are we talking Ocarina? We are. So when you see the when she's riding away on the horse in the night and she tosses you the yeah yeah around around that time you could say okay okay at the end of Ocarina he goes back to that time and warns her that's where Majora starts your young Link you've defeated Ganon in the future and you've gone back to your original timeline you're searching for Navi that's where you are in the forest in the beginning of Majora's Mask because you're looking for fairies okay so let's get into the main body of the story for Majora's go. It starts off. Oh wait, actually, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting you. <laughs> so oh, wait, sorry, I'm interrupting you. So it doesn't take away from the fact he's apologizing for it, but he's still going to do it. Steve, I'm sorry. I, I no, want to answer cool. the other no, part go, to, to go, Harry's go for Harry's it, question. So, Termina, when Link when Link gets uh, knocked unconscious, and the Skull Kid wearing Majora's mask steals his horse, and he falls down that long pit, he goes into essentially another dimension. Termina is a world, not just the city. So the world of Termina is going to be destroyed, but Hyrule isn't in danger. Or maybe Link hit his head and fell into a coma, and it was all just a dream. <laughs> it's all just a fever dream. Yeah, That's another theory. Dead it could be car. a dream. No, it's just another like Silent Hill. Yep. Yeah. Another theory is that Full Link circle. dies at the end of the, the end of the fall, and that this is all just in his mind. This okay. is what he imagines before he dies. He wants to go on one more great grand adventure. I'll admit that that's a little vague, but huh. Termina, Termina is not. So assuming like the other that side Link is planet. dead, I like that theory. <laughs> <laughs> We glad you found one that you really liked, Harry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and complete. I could have just stopped the game right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's dead. All right, fuck it. 
So the story of this game is obviously much darker than Ocarina, and I feel like Ocarina is sort of like vanilla, and Majora's is not chocolate, but it's 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 very <laughs> it's very different for Zelda. Like typically, a link to the past is like, okay, Ganon's a bad guy, Zelda's a princess, you gotta save her, you gotta get the master sword, you gotta kill Ganon in the end. There's a lot of Zeldas like that. Twilight Princess is like that. Wind Waker's like that. Ocarina's like that. The original's like that. Majora's Mask. So you're saying all those games are unoriginal and you don't like them? Well, the the well, hold on. I mean, even <laughs> backing even... them into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's Dick. you can you can detract from I'll, the Legend I'll, of Zelda. I'll get him all to admit that he likes Majora's Mask the best out of all of them before the end of the podcast. Good luck. You don't have to twist my arm to say that. Boom, done. Did it. <laughs> Good job, Clark. I, I did it for you, listeners. <laughs> yeah, you guys are waiting with bated breath. No, really. I mean. <laughs> That's one of the detractions from the franchise is that the story is so similar and it's essentially one of those just Nintendo things where it's like, oh, here's Mario. Well, Bowser's the bad guy, steals Peach for 20 years. Zelda is guilty of the same thing. It's been the same story over and over again. Skyward Sword, your Link, you have to stop Demise, who is basically Ganon. So pretty much the premise of the story, as we all find out, pretty close after you know you fall down the well and become unconscious while you're looking for navi is there's this giant ass moon coming down and it's going to smash things i like <laughs> no i, I moon I, smash actually one one, <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the game is that opening cutscene where skull kid takes the ocarina and is like playing it in front of you and kind of like like just dancing and like taunting you i just thought it was really funny i used to always just let that cutscene or th- let the text box just wait because you have to push a button to advance it when, mm-hmm. when he's playing it and they laugh. Yeah. And then he plays another yeah. note. Yeah. And they that's laugh. exactly what I'm talking I would about. Just, I would just leave that on for, uh, <laughs> I, I for hours. Th- I thought that was probably the most lighthearted that this entire story gets because it gets real dark. Like the Deku scrub, you're, you're wearing faces. This you're wearing time. souls. You're- yeah. You're wearing like souls and stuff. Like all the masks that he puts on are are dead characters in this. The Deku scrub is there's a family that's looking for their child. Like one of the Dekus are looking for their child and like you're wearing his face. The the butler at yeah. the um at the the palace, the Deku palace. Yeah, it's it's really dark. It's something that I thought was really odd because I actually akin most of the Zelda games more towards the kid side of gaming not saying it's just for kids or anything but like the most they've ever put out is like a teen rated thing if that i think most of them are e for everyone but i think twilight Twilight princess Princess, was teen because of the the actual sword play in it or whatever but links based on peter pan i mean yeah nintendo's blatant that they love they love disney and miyamoto was influenced by it yeah absolutely but yeah like I, i thought the story was definitely really dark i liked it about it how it was different it wasn't just your cut and dry Legend of Zelda game. And I remember being younger and really thinking like, oh, you have to go around and get a bunch of max. How fun, you know, could that be of a game? And then once actually seeing, well, I mean, you know, that's when we were like, what, 12, 13, somewhere around there when the, that game came out. 14. Quit it, Steve. You're dating us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at that time, we were only like... 14 and 13. Oh, no, I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, it, it seems like a kiddish idea to, like, go around and look at the masks. It's actually kind of more towards that mature idea. Of it's right what, up there with Armageddon. I what? just don't want to miss a thing in those three days. <laughs> you know, a giant meteor is going to come to 
to Earth and destroy and it. Bruce and Willis yeah. and Ben Affleck okay. go up to try to destroy it, and then <laughs> I don't want to. And then Ben Affleck was going to do it. And Damn then, it! I was thinking of it, Ralph. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't remember what the song was. <laughs> so the Skull Kid, he's just an urchin, or he's just like out gallivanting in the woods, and one day he discovers the the mask salesman. I, I don't think there's too much to explore on his story, though. To be honest with you, I mean, he was just an outcast kid. And then I, I think, I don't know, the, just the nature of being a, a lonesome individual. Well, that's why that's why the mask picks him. True. But to begin with is because he is an outcast and he's trying to stand out, really, and trying to get the attention of people. Oh, but, that helped get some attention. But oh, I, yeah, I think he's absolutely. a placeholder more than anything because he's yeah. not really the real villain no, the well, game. Right. He's just he's a pawn. He's a yeah, vessel yes. for the villain. Yeah, yeah. It, it 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 goes to that whole thing again where uh, we're talking about how like the masks represent a sad story usually behind it, and that's his. He was alone and sad, and he kind of just let this. Uh, well, he finds the two fairies, and then the mask kind of finds him, and he's like, "Oh, well, I can get people to like me this way." Puts the mask on, boom. Yeah, evil guy good. summons the moon to. Come crash on Termina. Now, now, they did make a point towards the end of the game. It was like, oh, he couldn't use my full abilities. I forget the exact wording of it or something like that. The, the mask was basically saying like he was a pawn. Right. But yeah, that, right. He, that he couldn't take advantage of the full abilities of the mask, which makes me to believe that maybe, what is his name again? Skull Kid. Skull, Skull Kid. Kid. Maybe he had some influence on the actions of the mask. Maybe not 100% Holding by, him back. by all means, but if the mask is suggesting... That he couldn't take full advantage of the mask. There must have been something he was inputting, like some, like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, well, he I, wasn't totally unconscious in the mask. Well, because he, as Skull Kid with the mask on, does revisit some of the places. Like people talk about how they knew him before the mask. It seems like the mask couldn't fully transform itself into like the end bosses while also attached to the skull kid. I think that whole it couldn't realize its true self because it was attached to somebody. Maybe it had to do a certain amount of things before it could fully transform. I don't know the full story behind that. It doesn't really explain that part of the story to it. No, there's um, a lot of vagueness, I think, in certain aspects of this story. Yeah, sure. To yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. The masks themselves just like. They're all about sadness. I, I can't really get past that point. It's such a big staple of this. Like Sadness and healing are the main themes of the game. Yeah. There's the Zora mask, the second, the third, the third mask that yeah. you get. Yeah, it's like a, a it's like a band member who gets really hurt out in the in the waves from the tsunami or the hurricane or whatever's closing off the temple. It hurts him. They're like a water dwelling creature. You get him to shore. You have to play the song Healing on him, and it kills him. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Well, okay, the the healing interpreted could be not just physical, but emotional it, healing as well. It, like, like, it puts um, his soul at ease so that he can pass, more or less, in that instance. Because he heard yeah, those I tasty could, I tunes. Could, I could see that. But another thing is, like, that's the only time that the Song of Healing has a reverse effect that I noticed anyway. Because you do, you do have to play it a few times, and it's usually positive <laughs> it's usually a positive Typically, outcome but no there was the one guy who wanted oh man what pamela was and her father in the music box house yeah with the uh no because that was a good one because like, he got, oh, oh, he got the mask off right, and right. yeah that was a positive yeah but there was another one where it was too far gone but it healed his soul before he could die i think it was the guy who was trying to do the dance or something like that 
who would sit on the rocks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the guy I'm thinking of? The, yeah, because he the di- he dies. Rocks. Actually, I thought he was already dead. Maybe. Oh, the de- the the demon on the mushroom. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that yeah, there, there, I but think I there's mean, a couple instances. That kind of is like you know healing versus a demon. Yeah, like that's I, I oh, yeah, get because there's also the Goron ghost that you play it to as well. That's for his soul. He's already dead. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but no, Clark, I think makes a good point that he isn't quite dead yet. You play the song of healing, and he yeah, expires. he he's okay. like still in his Look. physical form. He's not a demon. He's just a different creature. You play the song for him. He dies, and then you inherit his face and <laughs> face. Off. Uh, face <laughs> off. And tonight we're going to be attacking Nick Cage. <laughs> I want to take his face off. <laughs> that uh, movie was on just the other day. It was. I recorded that part. Yeah, put I put it on my I, Instagram. Yeah, I, saw, I it. saw it. Yeah. Let's um, go. Let's go. I'm bored. Let's go. <laughs> so, uh, you like do that a, creepy thing like when a, they touch their faces. Like, like, like a, like a peach. Like a peach. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Prepare yourself, for your fucking national treasure, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, not the bees. Not the bees. <laughs> Ah, bees! <laughs> Fuck bees! Now they're in my eyes! They're in my eyes! Oh, man. <laughs> All how, right, to so... how to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! <laughs> All right. Wrong movie. So you play the Song of Healing Put for the, the Zora. Back it the dies. Box. And then you inherit, like, his uh, fishbone guitar thing. Yep. yep. And you inherit the, the, the mask and stuff. And that's a really, like, sad moment. One thing that pisses me off, all right, I finished that the, the Water Temple, did not get to go see the concert. I didn't have time oh, no. to go watch the concert. You didn't miss much. <laughs> go to the go to the milk bar. I think you have to play all the parts. Oh, oh is no, that it? No, that that's no, two there's a, there's, yeah, there's, there's a one... concert after you beat the Water Temple, but you had to have killed the boss. I thought the concert was at the milk bar, though. I don't think so, because it's the Indigos. Yeah. Or Indigo goes. Yeah, they're doing like a sound check at the. I think. Well, maybe I'm. No, because that's when you play all the different masks. I did rush through. No, it. Okay. Ba- okay. The biggest point but... from that is because what's her name lost her voice before. Right. She gets her voice back after you clear that temple. Yeah. And it's everybody's like rejoicing that she has her voice back again and they're able to continue the concert. Yeah, she's like yeah, fish okay. Beyonce. I looked at it as a different way because he already knew he was going to die. The, the damage had been done. He he already knows that he was going to go. But, okay, so wait, no, let me finish. All right. All right. <laughs> so when you play the song of healing, he's a musician. So I saw a connection between that, and that gave his spirit ease. And then since you have some tasty jams you're kicking out of that ocarina. Oh, only the tastiest of jams. Exactly. We put him he's, gentle into He knows that, that his music can live on, so that's when he bestows upon you his fucking face so you can turn into <laughs> a guitar playing fish you can masquerade as him <laughs> but yeah. i, I kind of saw it in in a in a way kind of like that where it was oh all right he died but then i was like oh well i could i could kind of see why it worked out the way it did no. and sorry real, real okay, quick right. and, uh, the and the funniest thing about that whole exchange is when you go to the grave and you click on it to activate it it's hey Hey, <laughs> hey! He also says "baby" when you're talking to him. Once, hey, oh, baby! 
Like, yeah. yeah, it was just like, what? Well, it also confused me when I knew he was, when, like, he already knew he was fucked up in the water, and he just started, like, jamming out, like, doing his guitar <laughs> yeah. solo, expending yeah, all this energy, out. and then passes out and dies. I right. barely have any energy to go on. <laughs> now, before we get too far away from it, I know Steve said he already knew he was going to die. I didn't say that. No, you know, you did. Nope, you said false. something along this line. Totally not true. Roll the tape back. Just Roll it back. Let's assume that he thought the song of healing was going to heal him. <laughs> How funny Wrong. is that? That he's like, oh, yeah, song of healing. And then he's like, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a good thing. Oh, shit. It would have been funnier if, like, uh, Link played the song of healing, the Zora drops to the ground, and he just, like, looks around real quick and then books it. <laughs> Stops, looks at the ocarina. Picks his pocket for rupees. <laughs> Ten thousand rupees. That's true. I, I never caught that. Never, uh, never put that together. So yeah, uh, we already talked about the Deku is the son of the butler in the Deku Palace. You're wearing his son's face when you're the Deku Prince or Deku Scrub, rather. And they surmise that the stump that you see in the beginning of the game when you're first heading into Clock Town. There's like that stump with a face. They surmise that that's actually that Deku, and that the Skull Kid basically cast him, him into the tree, turned him into the turned yeah. into the tree, and then put that onto to Link. Not long after, check that out. The, you guys at the end in the credits, you see you see the Butler. I think he's at, at the that tree. stump. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me critique for a moment with okay. some of the storylines. Put your critique hat on. When I think Zelda, what I really want to get to is the temples. Mm-hmm. What I found with this game as opposed to at least Ocarina is the only other Zelda I really have experience with. But I felt this one droned on with the subplot before each temple. I felt even some of those segments were longer than the actual temple itself, just trying to get through some of the story. And I feel like they could have summed it up, maybe not had as many fetch quests in between to kind of resolve some of these, but lay the story on me if you want to lay out this entire story, but please don't stretch it. As long as they did. I found it very excruciating at points. Padding. Yeah. Yeah. It was padding. It added unnecessary hours of gameplay to this game. I totally agree with that. The whole uh, grabbing the eggs from the pirate fortress. Probably the worst offender. Yes. Motherfucker. I went in there the first time and I only had three jars. Oh. Yeah. It was such a pain in the ass. I couldn't get it done in a three-day span. Though I was actually in the same situation. I, I was able to get it done, but I had to go back a second time Yeah, just for that last egg. But oh. I had the stone mask nice. that, where you were invisible. I didn't have that. Made it so easy. I would just run past everybody. I didn't have I it read at that, that point. The, the 3DS version, it's the pirate's hideout. Yeah, oh, but like you have to mask? you have to take them a red potion, and I was already on day uh, two, right, which right, means right. that I would have to go back and do all the fucking yeah. So that's another okay. thing. That's a big thing, and it'll be we'll touch on that more with gameplay. But like, you can fuck yourself with this game sometimes. Yeah. Like, no, that's you true. can totally get too far into something and realize that you can't do it, and you'll have to just restart to the beginning. But that's all part of the story, I guess, too, really, is you're reliving these three days over and over and over again, and you're trying to get all these tasks done to try to face off with Skull Kid at the end. Another really uh, funny part with the Skull Kid that I appreciated was when you go to the observatory and you spot him 
on top of the clock tower, and he's, <laughs> he's like, he, t- he, it's almost like he sees you, and then he does like a little pantomime thing, and then he turns around and starts smacking his ass at you, <laughs> yep. and then like starts pantomiming again, and then smacking his ass. I thought hey, it was fucking bitch. hilarious. Hey, funny. The moments of humor, few though they are, they, they always were were spot on i thought just oh yeah like, um, for sure icona canyon with the uh with the king and the two heads and like them going back and forth and being funny because the, the game is so dark throughout having those little moments of levity or they stand out oh yeah the king and his two sons yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fun yeah. fact when you look at them on top of the fun fact on the third day how usually when you see him like if you see him on the first day he does his little ass smack thing and then jumps down off. Yeah. Third day he stays up. So he finds you, you look at him and he doesn't really do like the pantomime. He doesn't do like the smack and jump down at the end. It's really? a different Yeah, it's a different thing. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. I only really went and spied him out twice cuz there's so much other shit to do. Yeah, Moon's Tier. Yeah. What was that Moon's Tier used for anything else besides that buying that one log space no you just need to buy that one log space and really do it over and over again i only did it twice little little side note i don't know where to put this in our discussion with story but i this really caught me off guard and i had to mention it to you guys go selling milk at the horse training farm anybody find that a little odd they're they're specifically saying the horse brothers yes they were like oh you want to buy milk from our horse training farm horse milk. like yeah horse (laughs) milk Oh I don't know. God. No one ever no. said it was cow's the milk. The females, Harry. The females. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. It, this is my kind of place. <laughs> That's a good point. Good catch. Yeah. Dialogue. <laughs> so they only sell that on the second day. And that's because did you did you fully do the milk farm? I think so. With like the where you had to hunt the aliens at night. Yeah, and then and then the and then the next day you have to guide her with the carriage of milk. Yes, did that. I, actually, I yeah. like I enjoyed so, that little thing where you're shooting the guys running up on the carriage. And so everything. think about that. If you don't assist her that day, they have the milk because they successfully stole the milk. Milk thieves. Yeah. Because if you help her, she ends up in Clocktown. Yeah, Clocktown. If you don't, she doesn't show up there. Uh, Again, a, a dark thing. Because yeah. she doesn't make it if you don't save her. No, no, She's not on milk. the farm the third day. Like, if you wait for the guy to chisel through the rock, is she... I thought she's on the farm on the third day. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. To be completely honest, I do know that if you don't save the little girl, she's gone. Oh, she's not, like, weird? I thought she was, like, dazed and confused. I think that... I thought I read somewhere, because... She gets abducted. Well, yeah, she gets abducted. I messed up. I I thought the third day she's back. Oh, maybe. Yeah, she comes (laughs) back on the third day. She's confused from anal probes. (laughs) That, Jesus, oh child, nice. Yeah. <laughs> She's a digital child. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, so. <laughs> One thing that it I noticed matter. and wanted to point out was I find it odd that the Skull Kid is friends with the four legendary giants that are in different points of the compass. Isn't that odd that they were friends? He's friends with the four children wearing the mask underneath the tree at the end. Well, yes. But Skull Kid's old. From how I recollect the ending, Skull Kid is there with the mask on, with Majora's mask, right? The one where, where you're running. You no, mean I thought the they tree? all had the at body the tree, of the, the giant tree. I thought the they all had the body of the happy salesman. No. Just little. I don't I don't think so. No? No, why would it be because the happy salesman's still a person. You don't go and fight the happy salesman four times. Well, Skull- what, what I mean is the little children that have the the masks for the bosses. Yeah. 
if you look at like the back of their head and the side, you can tell that it's it's the head of the happy mask. Well, they might have used that and put a mask on it because they just needed something of that kind of shape. I don't know why they wouldn't use it. And then I thought under the tree was the happy mask salesman as a kid again with Majora's mask on. Am I wrong? No, well, they had all the different masks on. Yeah, they had the they had the four the four bosses right. and Majora's. Right. From my understanding, because Skull Kid talks about his four friends. Right. I think the four masks found his four friends and left him because that's why all the giants were like, "We left our friend, and this is what has befallen him." I'm saying, I think, I think we're saying the same thing. I just think it's weird that the Skull Kid is friends with these four giants. They weren't giants to begin with. They weren't. No, I don't think they were all giants to begin with. I think there were five children. The masks found them, made them the 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 four temple gods, and then Skull Kid is left to age and stuff like that. He's significant. Well, that's older. a motivation for the for taking the mask of Majora. If his friends disappeared after they got masks, exactly. But what are you basing that on, though? I'm just is just, that just your interpretation, or that's that's it's kind of how it. That's based off of how they spoke about each other. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I, I that's just how I noticed it. I mean, yeah. I don't know the lore. I, I am just going off. This is the one time that I've played this game. Right. No, I know. I know. Can I jump in real quick? Sure. I don't know if this is going to even bring, bring more questions to the table. So the bosses of each of the respective temples. I remember it saying something like you freed the soul or something like that. The entity. I, I forget what it said. But you basically collect the remains of those creatures yeah. that you defeat in the temples. Is there any bit of correlation between them and those gods? Are the gods supposed to be a representation of the soul that was trapped in? You know what I'm saying? So, like, like you freeing <clears throat> those gods by defeating those? Yeah, because more and but, more show up once you defeat the boss. Yeah. Again, you know, let's just press out. Like this is there's a lot of interpretation that can be had with this. Game. Yeah, because they don't yeah. directly tell you the storyline. They line. don't. They right. really don't. And all I wanted to say was I think it's really odd that this Skull Kid, who had basically no friends, and it makes sense his friends went away or they left him behind, why would he be, or how would the friendship happen between, like, these four, I picture them as literal giants who are almost like gods, that they're just casually friends with a, a Skull Kid that because works around the woods. Because he's a special Skull Kid. Well, I just... Well, I, well he mentions all... Uh, so, Skull Kid talks about how he has these friends that were then they were all special and they go away. Yeah. I think that's when all of the children Giants. go and then become like the gods or whatever of the temples. And because of like, you know, it's all weird time vortex bullshit for the story. It's very possible that they could all be old and not have aged from the actual masks, like wearing the masks originally, because the masks are then taken from them. And they get locked away, like their spirits get locked away, and then they come back. I don't know. It, it's it's a really confusing ending, but I just I think there is a correlation between Skull Kids and his friends with the masks and Majora's mask because Skull Kids' motivation for taking Majora's mask when it tells him that he can have power is that oh well I've lost all my friends I don't know what's going on with them I'm going to destroy the world. Natural conclusion. Or maybe he's just a dick that likes to steal because he wanted a mask. Maybe he's, he's just a little a puppet asshole. Of a mask. That's all he is. Possibly. Now, now did they a clarify that he lost his friends? I thought he just didn't have friends to begin with. No, he did have friends. He did. Yes. 
I think it's if you talk to them, like right at the end, you know how they kind of talk yeah. and they go their separate ways. I think that's something that he mentions. Like, I used to have these friends, blah, blah, blah. You kind of see it like through a different few cutscenes throughout the okay. game. That's that's how I pieced it together. I could I could be off. I you know I I'm. It's just how I interpreted it. It's how I saw the game. I gotcha. But I I think there. So there there was that plot line, but I think it was very stretched. Like there was a little bit in the beginning, and a little bit at the end. There really wasn't much of it throughout the course of the game. Throughout the course of the game, it was all these little subplots dealing right. with each region. Of Termina, correct? Yeah. Like you had, because I don't think we touched on the Goron storyline at all. No, we didn't. No, how it was like frozen over. There was uh, the the king tried to stop it, but I guess he got blown away. And I, yeah, I guess it really wasn't much to that storyline. Well, now that's that I think one of my favorite it. areas, though. That whole thing is one of my favorite. I, I even I even like the temple. I lo- I love when you defeat the the boss that it turns to spring. And then you can have your sword worked on. Mm-hmm. You can do yeah, the races. That is cool. I like the I like the whole. Oh god, area. that fucking race! We'll talk about that when we get the gameplay. Wait, sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they had the giant gimp to work on my sword. Yeah, <laughs> he is a giant, giant gimp. gimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, settle down. You zipper your mouth again. <laughs> <laughs> the two composing brothers, sharp and flat, sharp and flat notes. The one who teaches you the song of storms, Flat was trapped after Sharp made a deal with the devil, then made a song to flood him with emotion so that, he, that he's like just completely banished when you play it for him, which is like super dark. He's like, I spent all this time banished here, and I made a song that's going to fucking kill my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that storyline. The song of a thousand tears. Yeah. Also, the mummies in that area were fucking creepy. Like the the convulsions oh, yeah, and stuff. No, I remember that from the from Ocarina time. That, yeah, that was a that was a throwback there. But they they always re dead. They, they're like they're re deads with re-dead. Uh, with um, wrappings on them. But no, they they were always very creepy. Yeah, because I mean, it, I hate how you lose control yep. of your controller for for a moment there, yep. where you're like completely vulnerable, and they just wrap their arms and legs around you and suck the life out of you. Yeah, just um, like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Also, did anyone get there's like a conversation between um Taintle or whatever what is Tattle. it? Tattle. Tattle? Yeah. Is it Tattle? Yeah, and okay. the Tattle. the other fairy is <laughs> name is Tail. It's Tattle Tail. Oh, I didn't notice that. Huh. Oh wow. That's, Taint. That's cute. Taint and Grundle. <laughs> Taint and Grundle, yeah. Taint and Grundle. <laughs> Taint and Grundle. <laughs> so Taintle, um <laughs> she looks over to Link and she's like Hey, you weren't bad in there. Have you done this before? <laughs> and Link, Link should could have had the perfect response. Yeah, bitch, I'm the hero of time. <laughs> Would have been amazing. Yeah. But he's just like, yeah, I want to know where the mailman was going. But like, he felt like so trapped yeah. in Clocktown that when you finally like you take his hat and you're like, no, I I got this, dude. He like books. Yeah. He's like fucking gone. Uh, he runs towards Icona, I think, or Icona. Mm. <laughs> the worst area to run to. <laughs> Doesn't the happy salesman, happy mask salesman say something? Oh, yeah. He says something like five fucking times. He starts talking to you at the end and like walking away and then talking to you more walking away. It's like, oh, goodbye yeah. now. Then he comes back and keeps talking to you. It's like, dude, are you going to go or do you have something to say? Fucking pick one. Make up your mind. I don't like his indecisiveness and his, cre- <laughs> and his creepy goddamn face and his little laugh and when he's shaking little Link. 
shaking little boys. What's fucking wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> shaking little boys. You don't shake the hero of time. All right, no. should we talk here how creepy that man is? Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. His design. Apparently he's based on Miyamoto. Or allegedly he's based on Miyamoto. Really? If you look at his face and you look at... Yeah, apparently. Wow. Ugh. Partially, anyway. <laughs> and that's why there's a Mario mask, other than the obvious reference. There's a Mario mask on his pack. Oh, I didn't even catch that. No. Neither did I. Really? I didn't, I didn't really pay attention. Yep. Huh. I did not notice. And <laughs> apparently Miyamoto can go from hot to cold really quick. Sort of like the Happy Mask Salesman. Oh, where he can be all nice and then just snap off? And start shaking Link. Yeah. Dig it. All right. Hmm. Well, I always thought it was funny. How he's he, honest, then. Yeah, right. I always thought it was funny how he like turns around. He's got this gigantic organ that he starts playing for the song of healing. Because <laughs> he carries that around in his and giant, it's just three notes, like trying creepy knapsack. Could have had a Casio and done a, the same thing. Very creepy. Agreed. The Garuda. What was it? Ship or uh, the fortress? Fortress. How creepy was it that that motherfucker wanted a picture? A picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. The fisherman, you need to give him a picture. Of that oh, a picture of the um, the pirates? Yeah, yeah one of the, yeah. One of the yeah. pirates. He just wanted a, an up-close face shot. He just wanted a face shot of him. Actually, with mine, I used the stone mask, and I took a picture of two in the same frame, so he got the... <laughs> he got <laughs> the works, huh, Ralph? Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. He got the double mint gum. Did you get two seahorses? No. Seahorse love. Yeah, I didn't rest. Seahorse eye. Oh, the fucking seahorse! Like that whole side quest was annoying as hell. That was an easy heart to get, though. To def- defeat all the eels straight out of Mario sixty four coming yeah, out. Yeah, that was you? so. So Fuck annoying. that! The eel in six in Mario sixty four was way harder. To okay, deal. okay. Yeah. The depth perception on that game was fucking awful. You think it was much different? This was so much easier. Okay, Especially I guess with that's that, a gameplay like, that, thing. Yeah, all right. that's a gameplay thing. Like the Z targeting, how you can put the camera behind you immediately from any angle. That's rude! Don't call me a Z tard. You're Z tard. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we should move on into <laughs> gameplay. I think story is exhausted. Let's go to gameplay. Gameplay. All right, so this game plays near identical to Ocarina. I know. I ju- we should have an Ocarina counter every time I say Ocarina. Bing. Do you get special bing, powers in Ocarina? Bing. Special powers? Well, what yeah, I mean, I guess I mean at give you special the powers. basic level. You don't hit a button to jump. If there's, a, if there's a gap, then you just push down on the control stick. Link will make that gap. You you have the same button layout. You have essentially the, the same control scheme, but there are new gameplay elements, if I misspoke. And items. I mean, they did have to change it up oh, yeah. for everything, which, you know, it still gave you a familiar feel of how just the game actually plays, but you had to learn to implement the new things that they put into this game and kind of start to work around it, which I liked because then it, it broke it up. And I like being able to do, you know, different stuff with different masks. Like just the bunny mask was probably one of my favorite things because I hate like walking around at a slow pace uh, where I can't be riding a horse. So, Pop on the bunny ears. Fucking start going. Yeah, that was like an all-the-time equip for me. Oh, I yeah. always had that, like, hot mm-hmm. hot swapped. Oh, yeah. And I forgot I had it for a long period oh, really? of time. That's sad. Yeah. I think the bunny, the bunny hood or bunny mask or whatever is my second favorite mode of transportation or speed because I liked rolling as the Goron. Yes. I would that do that all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I the magic think for it's it. faster. Yeah, well, yeah. There's that. But no, those those added abilities, the masks, obviously give you more things to do and more ways to do them, and builds on what Ocarina started as a true sequel should. 
I think the implementation of the three transformation masks, the three main ones, was good. Yeah. I think this is an extremely... Actually, I think it's an impossible game to 100% without a guide. There are so many instances. There is so much part of the game where you would have to play guessing games with the lens of truth to figure out certain side quests. You know what I mean? Like you would have to take a couple steps, look 100 or, or 360 with the lens of truth. Walk a couple steps, look 360 the lens of truth. Like there's a lot of stuff in here that I would have never figured out unless I was looking at a guide. And I think that it says something about the gameplay of the game to be completely honest with you. Yeah, it's cryptic. Kinda. I don't think it was very easy to navigate in this game. I like I even felt getting lost quite often in some of these temples. Like where to go next? What do I need to do? Like if I didn't follow a guide, this game took me a long time following a guide. If I didn't have a guide, I'd be playing this for like three months. So it's non linear to the point of detriment, essentially. Oh no, it's very I think it's actually a really linear game. Uh, I think it's, that's debatable, though, because there's a lot of things you can do out of order, and like you could start. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, you have to do the, the temples in the right the right sequence. That's true. Yeah. That's linear. But there's I, a lot of side quests you could start here and there. Like, well, yeah, but that's that's that side quests in almost any game. But I mean, with, with those mini plots that are in some of these areas, without a guide, they could be mistaken as a side quest. Some of these are so vague that they don't feel like they adhere to the overall plot. You know what I mean? Like some of these yeah. could be mistaken. Like if without a guide, you wouldn't know what you have to do to lead to get to that next temple. Yeah, and the, and the bomber's notebook does not do enough justice when it comes to like writing notes for yourself and stuff any like type that. of detail to really kind of remind true. you. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah and plus true. because there's so many of them, you just get you get caught up and you can kind of get overwhelmed, which I'll be honest, I I used the guide through it and I'm glad I did. It did help. I mean, even with that, I would just skip over some things because I just wanted to get the game done, but uh, I'll agree with Harry where if if you don't have something for a type of resource, trying to really find every single thing in this game would take a long time. But I mean, that just goes to show you something for the game too, where there's that many and it really tugs it. Like Harry is, he's he's someone who likes the, he's a completist. He likes the 100% stuff. I, I think that's what holds me back on completing some of these games. Not not that I haven't completed any games, but... You're a perfectionist. You want to have it, it takes me done. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's hard to overlook like, oh, I should be doing this because it, it's going to get me to that ultimate completion it's hard to just bypass and go straight like tunnel vision i don't know it's a, it's a re- i don't know it's a difficult Though you did thing. say you did that with final fantasy 15 right you got sucked into the story and you just moved on through that true but that's a conversation for another day of course okay i, I find it it's a little different okay well I'll, I'll actually say this the story structure of this there's nothing to keep you going story based going through this game no motivation it's just survive over and over and over and over again until you get to the end. That's a good point. <clears throat> when it comes to the main story, anyway, because yeah. you, you don't get your bits and pieces throughout. That's true. That is true. You kind of lose focus partway through the game. Yeah, you almost I, forget like what is kind of going on. Yeah, then you'll get it, like a tidbit once you beat a temple, which it's hours of gameplay in between. So, favorite mask. It could be design. It could be play. What was your favorite mask? Design, I liked the captain's mask. The skull. Yeah. The guy you defeat. I I just liked the look of that one for whatever reason. That's not an easy question to, to answer. Like I said, I preferred the Goron roll to the bunny hood. 
it's so useful constantly using it when you're when anytime you're link i mean i also got a lot of use out of the the explosion uh, mask i know we had talked about that i i mean i just i didn't use bombs for most of this game because i would just use that mask every time and just oh, hold yeah. your shield and boom you can you have an instant an instant bomb i i guess the bunny hood i i, I mean i i like the goron but i don't like him for combat the deku i actually really don't like and the zora i don't really like the the zora mask all that much with the boomerangs or anything yours the fierce deity mask oh of course well how about <laughs> one that you actually really used in the regular gameplay let me just talk about the Fierce Deity. It's it's awesome. It turns you into adult Link. Uh, your hair gets kind of this blue tint. You shoot lasers out of the end of your sword. I'm not even joking. I cleared all four stages of the end boss fight in under two minutes. And it took no skill. Broken. It's it's totally it's totally broken. <laughs> but it's a it's a great reward for getting all the masks. I, I Personally, I, I think it's a great thing. And you have to cash them all in. Like, you have to give all of the bosses masks to enter into the uh, different dungeons. And then they ask you for more when you get out. As you give them all, you finally you have to give up everything but the original four, I guess? Three. Oh, yeah. Zora, Goron, and Deku. You don't have to give those up, but then you... They give you the fierce deity mask. No, it's definitely satisfying to to get that mask and to use it uh, in the final boss. I didn't do it for this gameplay, uh, this this run, but I've done it and I've enjoyed it. the The fierce deity mask also is one of the only masks that you put on. That when I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, but when you put on a mask like the Deku mask, Link screams. Yeah, and he takes it off and he screams. Yeah, the fierce deity mask. He puts it on. And he's like. Ah! Like, he's, like, ready to oh, go, okay. like, charging up, not scared or angry. That oh, kind of like when you put your the, version. I don't know. Because what about, because he kind of lets out a battle cry when he puts on the giant mask when you go to battle the uh, the giant centipedes at the end of the stone temple. <laughs> and it's deep, right? It's like, yeah. There's like, like, it's more of kind of like a battle they cry. They might have actually been the same. Yeah, but other because he he did whimper and whine a lot in this game. Yeah, that, I noticed yeah. that a lot. It's like, oh, oh, I'm forwarding ahead in time, like where you go. It's like, shut up, just take it. You're going through time. <laughs> just take it. Quit being a bitch. Going through time. Other than that, actually, I'd have to agree on the bunny hood, though. I use that so fucking much. See, I wish because I was close to actually being able to get the D. I had 18 masks, so I was. How many did you need in the 64 version? I think it was 24 was the max. It should be the Tw- same. 20, okay. yeah. 23. Right? Right? It would be, uh, I think it was 20. It you, need, you need 23. The 24th is the fierce. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying that was the grid. It yeah. Was, uh, four by six. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, I would have needed 23 masks, so I was five masks away. And one or two of them was, I was already doing other stuff, like, for the side quests. But it was one of them was, oh, you get a bottle. And then at the very end, you'll get like another mask or something else. Yeah. Or like the postman where there's one or two where you have to kind of, I think that was the one where to either choose the postman if you put the, if you gave the letter to him or you took it into the milk bar and handed it to the lady. You get the heart piece. You get the heart piece. Yeah. And I got the heart piece instead because that's what the strategy guide had for me, which I ended up with 11 heart pieces, which I didn't even fucking need. Damn. But. It was just another thing to tack on. I've always wanted to do a, a three-heart run of these games. 
Uh, fuck like, that. Don't get any heart pieces. Don't collect any full heart containers. Like that's that. a, that's a no. challenge, right? No, yeah, think about it because that's that. that's hard mode. Oh, that that is hard mode. That that's real hard. Mode. I, I, I think that challenge has arisen on most Zelda games, to be honest with you. But Harry, what was your favorite mask? Uh, probably the stone mask, the one that made you invisible. Mm-hmm. It really helped in that Garuda Fortress. I was just kind of running laps around these bitches, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> <laughs> there was. I accidentally had it on, right, when I went back into Clocktown, and I had to buy some items to complete this this mission. I forget. I think I had to get a potion. I think it, you know what it was? I think it was um down in that where you talk to the the, the undead things and you have to give them presents to get oh, but, get to get through the door, the redeads to get yeah, through the doors in the well. And I think I needed uh the Deku nuts at that point. So I went to the shop and I had that invisible mask on and I talked to the the vendor and he's like, oh, I could have sworn I heard somebody come in. Ah, never mind. <laughs> I, nice. I, and I was like, yeah. I didn't even fucking realize. Wait, I was like, whoa, 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 wait, try that again? Because I was like, wait, why can't I buy shit? I, I, nice. So, I don't know. That was a nice little... Attention to detail. Exactly. So. There's there's totally, like, little hints of racism in the game. Little, like, like <laughs> no, 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 no. You mean like, Goron, Deku, and Zora racism? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's play... What race we each think those races are? No, no, I'm, I'm not playing that game. No, I'm just saying. Like, um, <laughs> what do you equate the Deku? I don't. What? Like, like well, there's short and uh, hey, 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 ah, hey, woodland hey, people. No. Um, Harry's racist. Uh, <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah, there's like little hints of racism, like certain uh, Gorons will only talk to you if you're wearing the Goron mask. Or certain Zoras will only talk to you if you're wearing the Zora mask. Dekus and Dekus, blah, blah, blah. And the dog only attacks you if you're wearing the Deku mask. That's true. Mm. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> I remember that damn dog pissing me off. He's like, why the fuck does he I thought that there? was because of the stature, though. Because like, when you're the Goron, he like runs away scared. You know, the Deku, you're really small. I wasn't around with the, the Goron around the dog. Oh, okay. I would have tried to probably smash him if I could. But yeah, like some of the... Um, if you go to if you would go up to some of the human vendors wearing the Goron mask, they'd be like, "Oh no, I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to help you right now. We only like or or we only help humans. Wow, yeah, we only sell the humans. Mm, like yeah. straight up, mm. it can't be denied. It's there. <laughs> go so ahead, your Harry. feelings, no, Harry. You no, go ahead. Know it to be true. Go ahead, Harry. No, 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 no. Racism warning. Go ahead, Harry. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. So the second <laughs> row of masks is the Keaton mask, the Michael uh, Keaton mask, the the eagle like looking mask, the bunny hood, the Don Guerrero's mask, and then the the pig mask. And that is supposed to be an homage to Star Fox, where Fox is the Keaton mask, Falco is the the eagle like I can't remember the name of that one. The bunny hood is of course Peppy Toad or Peppy Toad. Peppy, uh, Peppy Hair. Peppy Toad. Peppy Toad. <laughs> Peppy Toad. <laughs> and then um, Slippy is Don Guerrero. And then I think the pig-like one, didn't he turn, he switched sides? He was part of Fox. I think he was fathers. a part of the original yeah, Star Fox original team. Star Slippy, Fox I, th- team. I don't think, was a part of the original. Slippy's a bitch. Yeah, about that. But no, there, it's supposed to be a nod to Star Fox. Hmm. I never used the pig mask. I had it. I just didn't know I what put it on once. I sniffed some underwear and took it off. I sn- <laughs> that, what? That, Get out of Japan. I was looking for... <laughs> Get out of no, Japan. No. <laughs> so, okay. There was a vending machine in Clocktown. I, need, <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I needed to get a blue potion. 
Mushrooms. <laughs> so you sniff panties to the get mushrooms. Food. Yeah, there, apparently you can get the mushrooms from the boxers that were in Clocktown Hotel, but you have to sniff them out with the pig mask. Wait, 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 wait. I, I went to like the forest and sniffed out the mushrooms. You went to, y- you found them in underwear. <laughs> I didn't actually find them. Like he, he sniffed the underwear and said, "Oh, that's." It was like a clickable item, but I couldn't. I thought actually... you were kidding. No, that I'm to- like I'm told. I think I had to start the quest somewhere, but I never started the quest. I just thought I can get the mushrooms from anywhere. But literally, you could sniff out the underwear. You know the room in the hotel where the two pairs of twins. Are sharing with the bunk bedroom. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. There's a pair of boxers on the furthest bed, all the way to the left. You can sniff it out with the pig mask. Gross. Gross. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah. Did anyone else realize that you have to hand the deed, the the land deed, to the hand that is coming out of the toilet in the paper, hotel? Paper, please. Yeah. It could be anything. No. It, could, it can be a letter. It can be a. It can be a deed. It can be anything. Paper you can give that guy. Yeah. There's a there's, there's a, a hand, hand at night that, that comes up out of the toilet. It's like long and lanky as fuck. It's like paper, paper, please, but it's in the toilet. Basically, no TP, so you give him something and you get a heart piece for it, right? Yeah. Didn't do that wow. side quest. No. Oh, man. I totally missed that one. It was fucking weird. It was weir- great. It, it it weirded me out. This game was a little weird in a way that I did not appreciate. This game is great. That's a life lesson. Help people wipe their ass and you'll get more life. I want to scratch that onto a bathroom <laughs> stall somewhere. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to immortalize that. <laughs> no, fuck okay. It. I'll, I'll just get a tattoo of it. <laughs> so I did want to say something about the four main areas. And I had it under the story slot, but it is kind of gameplay as well. You guys can jump in anytime here. Personally, the first quarter of the game, I don't like. I don't like that you're stuck as Deku Link. You have to track down those those annoying bombers, uh, kids. Uh, I think the first time I ever played the game, I didn't actually get them all. For whatever reason, I couldn't I couldn't catch them all in the three day cycle and and died. Doing it this time, I would just got close, spun as the Deku as Deku Link and got him no problem. I got him in like two minutes. But then you move on to uh, the Woodfall area the poison swamp and the palace and having to sneak around and get inside and all that. I literally can't stand the first 25% of this game, which is interesting when you think about my score because it doesn't reflect that. But I really don't feel that the game starts to get good until you move into the mountain area. Is it um, Snowfall? Yes. Snowfall. Thank you. Snowfall with the Gorons and everything being frozen. I, I like that. I like the temple. That's another thing. Like the swamp, like temple, like I, I just don't like. I don't like swamps in general in games. And the fact that this game starts with this swampy thing, I just, ugh, I just don't like any of it. Um, Appropriate. The mountain, the Goron, the temple, the boss fight, the races, the, the Gilded Sword. I love all of that. Then oh, you move. You like the race? Well, yeah, I, I kind of like I like the concept. It, the race it being fun, it's not really that fun. It's fixed. <laughs> it's fixed. <laughs> did you have some trouble with the race, Harry? Yes. How much trouble? How many times did you do the race? I forget. I, I told you guys that was a while ago, but I did it a lot of times. Yeah. Played with the Wii U and used save states, so I only did it one time. Over, <laughs> over again. It helped out. Uh, twice. I'm oh, sorry, you hey. know what really fucking sucked? Because after I bitched you guys about it, and then I finally beat it, you get the gold dust or something. Yeah. Yeah. I was on day three or something like that, Ooh. so I couldn't finish the whole sword quest in time. 
I had to go back on day one and do that race all over again. Oh, I had to that, do the same thing, that Harry. That sucks. Don't, Sorry, don't feel bad. Harry. I was so fucking pissed. So while we're in gameplay, I fucking hate that you can't... Like, I get it as far as, like, the timeline goes that you can't carry weapons on. But, I mean, again, they're not even very consistent with that because some items you get to keep. True. And some you Bottles. have to... Bottles, bitch, bottles. Yeah, what, you can hold on to glass, masks, your weapons, but no ammunition, no money. That's why you use the bank. For some reason, they can hold on to the money. That is weird and game-breaking, that he knows who you are and you're balanced no matter what. Well, it's because of the magic sigil that he puts on you. Well, the magic yeah. stamp. <laughs> yeah. Hey, stamp yeah. I always get magic stamps at clubs, too. You get mushroom no, those stamps. are mushroom stamps. He <laughs> 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 gets stamped in the bathroom, too. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying, they weren't consistent with it. It made it very aggravating. So I have to okay. spend yeah. a little bit of time at the beginning of every cycle just collecting items, just running around the fortress over and over again. Well, I, you know, I felt that the the main the main area when once you're once you get the Goron mask, you can just roll around. You can gain magic and items real quick. A couple laps, you're good to go for the whole three day cycle. Or but, you but just... still, it's a time sink. Yeah, yeah. No, the, ga- the game's about from. time. Like, it's it's, it's <laughs> about time. Oh, thank you, thank you for clarifying that. No, I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> you like, missed that giant like, clock. That's the they they do it to put pressure on you. That's true. There's pressure for this game. You mentioned anxiety earlier. Yeah, it's I, there. That's also why I just got a bunch of rupees in the very beginning. And if I ever wanted rupees, I just yeah, you got, got rupees. rupees. I went down put everyone to the in the store, town got some Deku nuts, and got, got, got three days to make magic. <laughs> what the jello pudding and the hippin' and the boppin'? Cool that film. <laughs> Can't make Cosby jokes anymore. It's just not funny. No, oh, they're, re- they're really funny now. Still, funny. still will. So, yeah, I just ended up buying stuff instead of going out and foraging for it. That's a waste of rupees. Like a, hit. a waste of rupees? Ask me how many rupees I ended with, Ralph. I don't know. 10, how many 000. rupees did you? 5,499. Nice. So you went 500 over for fun? Damn. No, I went 499 over because that's all you can go. Because cap- he caps you at 5,000. But you could do 4,999 4, and then deposit 500 on top of that. That was the only way I could get around it. Hmm. Okay. I don't I don't know why I wanted to. I wanted Damn, to get to 5000 for the for the heart That's piece. That's a heart piece. Heart piece. That's a heart piece? Yeah. yeah I only for... ever got to 1100 and the interest system fucking blows. <laughs> <laughs> you get to 1000 and they're like, "Here, you earn 5." Oh yeah, rupees. that's right. That's Oh yeah, great. I just got to go play in the weeds for like 3 minutes and I'll be okay with that 5 rupees. Hey, that's like a 5% <laughs> return. No, like a point five. I don't think it's five percent. Yeah, I don't think math. <laughs> um. Anyway, to go back to what I was trying to to say is that uh, I don't like the the four main locations. I really only like the mountain, and I like Icona Valley. And Icona Valley, I know, is kind of a, a mixed bag, but I really like the the lead up temple where you go into like the palace. And it seems tedious and dumb, but there's something about it, like that the room with the way the light comes in and the battle. Like I like that. I like that whole thing. And then, of course, the actual inverted like temple was really kind of interesting. It seemed like a natural evolution. Like the first three are pretty straight. The first three temples are pretty straightforward, and then the last one is like, holy crap! You got to use everything that you've got up until this point. It, it seemed like, I liked that difficulty spike. Yeah. I mean, it's a little tedious, obviously, but. I don't know how they would have worked in a fourth transformation mask. I guess they could have, but I, I like that whole area. The, the the Zora stuff, you know, with the ocean and collecting all the eggs. God, Those that's eggs tedious. were a pain in the ass. Such padding. It just, I I don't know. I really didn't didn't care for 
for that. I, I did appreciate uh, the lead up, like pretty much like once you get into the stone, the stone temple, and have to like flip everything back and forth. Yeah, I was, I had really had to, you know, give a, a tip of the hat to them because they basically made two temples in one by flipping it. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. And that 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 is something that I was really kind of impressed with because it was like I I realized it while I was playing. I kept flipping back and forth. I'm like, oh shit, they had a they took the time to kind of make it be able to in, into something like that, which really shows and stays true to where with Zelda they get really creative and kind of come up with some new stuff. Which is why when you were saying earlier that they did this game in a year and still managed to find time to do some stuff like that, good on them. Yeah, well, I, I think that was a common theme among all the dungeons in this game, or at least the temples. They they were multi-purposed. Like there was a here you go through the first half of the temple, it's one way, and then you activate something and it's a different way. Like no, the water temple, you change the the current. You, yeah, yeah, you change yeah. the current, so it basically changes the entire dungeon in a sense. You change the elevation of uh, the mountain temple. The, yep, and in the, the center pillar, the, the 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 swampy one, you basically unpollute the water. So you gain okay. access to that, okay. more or less. Like there, there were certain things you could do once you unpolluted that, like especially with the fairies and such, because there was a couple that were underwater. Yeah, I don't know. You basically there was like a different access point with all the temples where you just, in a sense, like with the, the stone temple, you flip it. Yeah. Sorry, you were saying back to Akana the the castle. Yeah. That was up there. This is a, an issue I had uh, again when you lose the items when you reset the days. Okay. I got to the top of the castle where you, where you have to hit that thing that brings down the floor and you have to hit the button to get through that door and you go upstairs or whatnot mm-hmm. there was a point upstairs where you need one of the kegs to blow open oh a powder keg yes i didn't have one on me it was such a travel to get up there i had to start all over again that shit drove me fucking nuts there wasn't an owl statue near not there unless i missed it well, there's I, the, one the last one I saw one in that area with the with the house and the music box. After you, yeah, but that was such up. a that was such a hike back for me. Like I spent, Explore. I mean, I'm trying to play it again in my head, like where I had to go. But I remember I, I sunk like probably like an hour to hour and a half. You sure there isn't a shortcut to get to the top? Then no, get to the the I one that you have either. to hook shot I, I all the way I, back and forth through. You mean uh, up to the? Tower? I know it just felt like a whole separate section because you climb out of a thing after you. I don't know. I don't remember the whole section, but yeah. I remember being so fucking pissed off. I rage quit Wait, that night. Which I was just like, I was just. So the guide you were using didn't say, "Hey, get a powder keg before you go in." I mean, I was trying to read ahead. I, I was skimming. Yeah. Like I yeah. shouldn't have to. Like you know what I mean. Like I shouldn't have to guess at what items I'm gonna need for the future, and then have to yeah. reset. Yeah. Okay. I'll admit that that seems really out of context, out uh, of left field. Like I don't know. It was keg. shit like that that really just like irked me the wrong way with this game. Like I just wanted to like have a casual playthrough, have some fun with the game, and then there was just shit like this where I just hit a fucking wall. I just lose hour, hour and a half of gameplay. It was just totally pointless. Don't feel too bad, Harry. There there was one night when I was getting close and probably sunk about two and a half hours into the game. I'll be one to admit, I've been spoiled by autosave because I went to go grab something to eat out oh. of the kitchen and go hang out in the living room and not even thinking about it, got out of bed, turned off the system and then started oh, walking out the door no. and then as soon as I stopped I'm like I just fucking did that and for like 20 minutes it's like I can't believe I just did that that's something that really I am never taking saving like for granted ever 
ever again. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't want to waste a drip of wine. <laughs> Harry just <laughs> licked the tip of his wine bottle. Sensually. <laughs> Mentioning the save states, or autosave, sorry. I did play this on the Wii U. I I bought it for the for the virtual console and I knew that I would have to do with it do with this deal with this and I actually tried to remap the buttons because you can do that to a certain extent with the Wii U but it ultimately came down to the C buttons that you map and put whatever items you need. I had to use an analog stick for that and found that it was the single most frustrating thing about the game. Now because it came out for the N64 and I've already played it and beat it for the N64 I can't hold that as a detriment to the game, but for this version of it, I would constantly, because you don't have to be that accurate, you know, to use an analog stick, it would just, it would, I'd have to methodically stop, look, and decide very deliberately which button I was going to use and do, because there were times where I would, I would hit two at the same time, where I would, the bunny hood would go on and I'd have a hook shot out, or I'd have the bow, <laughs> like, or, and the mask would go off, and, or I, I'm already in first person view with the bow, and I push to shoot and i hear because i'm hitting i'm turning i'm putting my mask on and off and on and off, and on and off. <laughs> like it it really it doesn't work in my opinion but again that's that's not the way the game was designed and presented it's just that port of it is like mm. that and and it's the same way for the the gamecube emulation promotional disc that i that i have where you have to use the c stick as the c buttons and i just don't think it works um, I didn't have any tr- trouble with the controls. I yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, good. I, good I, for you. <laughs> I played it on the 3ds. Between the touch controls and the fact that that's like a real gamepad, no trouble whatsoever. What seems weird to me, and I probably have trouble with, is don't you use Z and R and L for the ocarina? Because like to me, having the three C buttons just and and the A button that just works so well for me. Like I'd have to relearn how to do what x y l or something like that for different songs yeah so instead of the bottom three for the uh ocarina yeah or or left right and down on the c pad yeah it was x b and y x b y okay yeah actually i think it used all of them oh really or sorry it didn't use b sorry it didn't use b because that's how you backed out mm. it was y x and a and then it would also use the left bumper or right bumper yeah, it's that just I don't know. It would take it would take a while for me to get used to that. I think. Or you could just tap on the uh, screen too to play it. So you could. Oh really? Yeah, you could play it with your fingers. It's pretty cool. Oh, that that's is different. cool. While we're talking about the ocarina, now th- this is something that's like a little, little sidetracked, but there's like um like like forums online for it. It's people will map out the buttons you have to hit to play popular songs. I don't oh, have any, yeah, yeah. for example, but I mean, like, like not, not Zelda songs or anything like, like that. Thunderstruck. But, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> They'll have all those keys mapped out so you can actually play some of these songs. A little, <laughs> little, little cool gimmick that, that you can get into. Yeah, that is Well, because you can distort all the noises if you hold on the direct, if you hold, like, on the stick. Yeah. Directional, you can put, like, a vibrato on it. Another element of the gameplay that we've, we've touched on, but I really wanted to drive home, is that there are only four temples in Majora's Mask. Yes. And that means... That's a big criticism from a lot of people. Because, I mean, Ocarina had the three as a child, Mm -hmm. and then the five Mm -hmm. as an adult. Eight temples total. That's double the temples. Double the temples. That's not counting... Double the temples. Double. That's not counting Ganon's castle, either, I don't think. Or any of the other stuff that you have to... Because the one... um, What was it? Uh, Not Shadow. um, Spirit? You had to do it twice. 
Yeah. Because you do it as a kid and then you do it again as an adult. Mm-hmm. What I was going to say was that that means you only get four full heart containers for completing a dungeon, meaning there are a lot more pieces of heart to collect. Yes, yes. For this game. And there are tons of mini games all over the place. So I don't want to. And I want, I'm done with the padding bit, you know, the padding to the to the gameplay or to the story more is there, but this is like mini game and heart piece overload. I think Twilight Princess has it beat because in that game it's five pieces to create a full oh, container. God, wow, really? Yeah. Oh, that can go to hell. That just sounds <laughs> annoying. Suck a dick. You guys should give that game a shot. I have the suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the bosses. Uh, let's talk about favorites, least favorites, pros, my, cons. Go. My least favorite is the cake boss. The cake? <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> I fucking hate the cake boss. The cake boss? And the cake boss. I made cakes. <laughs> the cake boss. Not to be confused with the ace of cakes. <laughs> Guy's a national treasure. <laughs> Bringing it back around Nick Cage. <laughs> Actually, I don't really like the bosses of this game. If you really think about it, I mean, the Goron one was kind of cool, but it's kind of like a mini game. And then you have the first one. It was like a, a samurai that made weird sound effects. He was like, Yo! jump away. Jump yeah, so away. He was a tribal like warrior. That. Yeah. Like, I know each one was supposed to be geared towards a certain mask. Like, you use the Goron mask for the, the second temple. Use the Zora mask for the third temple. The Deku one, I found, was a very useless mask a lot of times, except for when you needed to hop from flower to flower. Exactly, yeah. I stayed as regular Link that entire that entire fight. And I didn't really... I don't rem- I don't think it's memorable at all, to be honest with you. And the, Z- the Zora fight with, with the fish... Goat? Goat? Or however you say got. it. The, the, got. The, yeah. the, can't, can't while we're still in gameplay, totally. the mechanisms of that battle were so fucking frustrating. Yeah. Because... You had to shoot him as he was charging the platform so that you can drop right into the water, use that charge-up ability, and then use the controls to try to swim out of the water before he regained consciousness to attack you. To do it again. And yeah. I found that the mechanics of that were so fucking frustrating. Oh, it was a pain You're right. in the ass. You're right. You're and I right. went into that fight, I think, with six hearts when he bites you and does that chomp move where he throws you around and everything like that. It was basically uh, a third of my life every single time. Yep. Uh, yeah, he would do like three hearts or whatever. Yeah, I, was, I cannot tell you how frustrating that fight was. Y- you can, because we've been there. Yeah. We know. So the boss fights on the DS were actually a lot different than the boss fights in the 64 version. Everything would have like a weaken, like you would weaken it, and then it would come out with like a giant eye, which was a giant weak spot, and you'd do a bunch of damage and then continue. So like for the uh, bull... You would have to hit it a bunch of times with the Gorgon. It would fall over. A giant eye would come out, and you just slam on it, slam on it, slam on it. It would get back up, run around, and you... Oh, that's weird. You slam the bull a lot? You have to slam on the eye of the bull. (laughs) Prep that bull. I mean, it sounds like some kind of euphemism, but okay. Bullseye? Bullseye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And then the fish fight. You could stand on the platform, hit him with arrows, and then an eye would pop up out of the water. You could hit it with arrows. And then to finish that fight, you had to jump into the water as Zora Link and cut the mines off. You'd have to, like, trick him into uh, sucking all the water in. 
and then you would cut mines off and then try to power like do the power move away from him so you'd suck up a mine and it would explode yeah, that's a jaws. completely different kind of fight. Yeah, yeah. That sounds completely yeah. different. Yeah. Huh. My favorite fight, though, was the twin... Twin mold. Twin mold, yeah. yeah. Where, I don't know, like, and again, I don't know how it is in the 64 version. Pretty much, the strategy for it in the 3DS version was avoid the red, shoot down the green, and then it would kind of spin around in a circle, and then slowly stop, and then you have to wail on the eye, it would eventually die and, like, explode into a bunch of different pieces. Right. And then you have to turn into Giant Link and fight the red one, which also involved grabbing it, spinning it around, and throwing it against the walls of the canyon that you're in. Oh, wow. No. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, because basically for mine, I throw in the giant mask, you're giant, and then you just attack the head or the tail, and then you hit that enough times and it dies. Oh, yeah. I, I got to, like, pick it up and, like, spin it around and stuff. That was actually my favorite fight, so maybe that's why it was different. Yeah, it's it's clear to me that they went back and improved the boss battles because the normal version that the three of us played, I would say that, that Twin Mold Goat is frustrating. Twin Mold is just like a throwaway. Like, you put on the giant's mask and you just attack the hell out of yeah, it. Yeah, it really it. It wasn't it's, difficult. Yeah. It was, you know, and, and you had to worry about the guy that was going through was like, oh, make sure you're stocked up on magic. It didn't take that long. That was like quick and over. And I wish I played the 3DS version. I mean, for just just for that one. I mean, I like being able to play the original. Don't don't get me wrong on that. Yeah. But at least for like, it sounds like on that battle, that sounds pretty good. I got to admit, when you stop and look at all the bosses for the vanilla version of Majora's Mask or the, the normal version, something is lacking there. They're anticlimactic. They're not mm-hmm. a lot of fun. They're not that memorable. I think I'm gonna have to change my score. Yeah, the uh, oh, ho, ho. <laughs> the boss fights for the 3DS version. They were probably my favorite moments of the game. Playing it, I hated most of the time. I'm gonna have though. to get it. You know, I don't know why I don't have it. When they came <laughs> yeah, you don't have every other fucking copy of it. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Well. When when they when they came out with the the 3DS remake of Ocarina, I was like, oh wow, I need to get that. Didn't <laughs> do you and have I was a like, 3DS? Well, I don't. Well, you know, if they ever make Majora, I'll do it. They made Majora, and I didn't do it. I, I just need to get. I need to get it. It's worth it for sure. Sounds it. And then, of course, Majora himself is not much to write home about. I mean, the thing that gets weird. It gets damn weird. But yeah, uh, it starts yeah. doing that where it's like the third it's stage like where dancing it's dancing. Yeah, Majora's Before. Wrath or whatever isn't that Majora's Wrath? Yeah. No, I, I, Wrath is the very last one. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. I forget which one that is. But yeah, either way, I I just found that odd. Where it's like, all right, it goes from the floating mask, I can see that, and you battle it in kind of like two rounds, and then it sprouts legs and arms, and I'm like, okay, that's... And a head. Like, and a head, uh, yeah. Comes up. It's like, all right, this is this is getting creepy now, cool, and then it's fucking dancing around, and I don't know what I thought of it. I mean, I know what I thought of it. I thought it was kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the very end, it goes from this, this dancey little stupid asshole twirling around into oh now i have giant whips for arms and complete fucking badass at the very end that i did like i liked its very final form i think that was the only time i really enjoyed it because it was an actual challenge that wasn't just completely frustrating that's when it has like all the tentacles and stuff right yeah yeah uh, it gets all hentai the the way that it was like moving around and stuff it reminded me of the 
sentinels from oh the Matrix, i can see that oh yeah, yeah. where it's just like the the yeah. one still body and then like all of like the tentacles and stuff what is the matrix what is the matrix They're but no a- the the boss battles pretty anticlimactic don't come to majora's mask for boss battles come for sadness depression masks and minigames that's a good synopsis hmm. yeah, yeah come for depression yay, yay. <laughs> bring your xanax boys and girls all right let's move on to graphics graphics <laughs> Graphics. 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 So they recycled a lot from Ocarina of Time. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's how they got it done. Can can I? Done in a year. When it comes to the character design, let me be completely honest with you. No, I want you to lie to us. (laughs) Please lie to me. (laughs) The the ranch. I thought that was the same girl from Ocarina of Time. Yep. But I mean, it's a different town. Like. It is a different girl altogether, correct? Yeah. Yeah, but the character model is the same. I know, and I think... But that's pe- all over the place. Like I said, it's a, it's like an alternate reality. They worked that into the story, but you're right. They took all the bits and pieces from Ocarina and made this story. Yeah. Which, I guess, definitely saved them time. Yeah. All right, I'm not going to... No, no. I'll, I'll continue good. on all my final thoughts. But I, uh... I mean, Link is, <laughs> Link is different. I guess you guys noticed that, that Link, Link looks different physically from... Well, from he one is a, to the he other. He's a child in this one. Well, no, he's a he's child a bit... in the fir- in Ocarina too. Right, Child Link in Ocarina looks different from Child Link in Majora's. A I little bit. Child I wish Man Link. Can I be honest? I wish they would permanently get away from the Child Link. I don't know if they have in in future. Ch- okay, I like Adult Link better. It feels more mature. You you know what I mean? Absolutely. I know exactly what you mean, and I felt the same way with with Majora. I felt like. I wish there was some way that I could become Adult Link. And apparently, I think that was something that they had talked about, was the fourth mask was going to be Adult Link. Yeah. But it ended up being scrapped. Okay. Fierce I'm sorry. Deity. I meant to... He's basically the fierce, theory, fierce deity. You're right. What were you going to say? Go ahead. No, I meant to mention this back in gameplay. Ocarina of Time. Too late. <laughs> the, the Hyrule... We're not going back. We're only going forward. The Hyrulean Shield. It's different. It's the Hero Shield. Well, yes, but I mean, it's still a metal shield. Yeah. He wore it on his... He had to crouch with it because he didn't have the strength to hold it up. Yeah, he's a little bit older In now. This, is the way I interpret it. Is that right. the way you interpret it? Yeah, he's it, a little bit I don't older. think that much time has passed That's since true. the events of that one. But That's now true. he can fully hold yep. it up, and he can use items that he wasn't able to use. Hook, shot, and bow. You're right. Exactly. You're like, right. They took, they took adult elements and gave it to the, the kid yeah, version, basically. Exactly. Uh, well, you would almost have to, because if you kept it with the same kid link that it was, it would just... You'd be running around with a boomerang all game. <laughs> It'd be terrible. Yeah, because it's like kid link, and this is like prepubescent link. Right. Uh, and <laughs> So, graphics. Those fairies were... Uh, <laughs> yeah, hold on, Steve. Oh, wait, Steve, Steve come on. This is your, what do you this got, is your moment. <laughs> Give it to us. Criticize the wait a minute, where's game? my player's guide? Where is it? What'd you do to those fairies? Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying, it's the, the fairies have some very odd features. <laughs> you mean they're blurry dots? <laughs> Ooh, poison ivy fetish. Blurry <laughs> dots. Not even like, hey, they're like even remotely attractive. Ralph's just like, oh, fairy fetish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like how Harry's over here thinking I'm just talking about the really tiny small ones that oh. are just a blinky fucking light. Oh, oh, right. They're like 2D sprites. Sorry, Mean- which meanwhile, Ralph's over here pitching the, the a tent. Fairies, the 
The ones you put together and they become a, a crazy woman. A grand fairy. <laughs> like, oh God, don't do it. Not again. You know what we're talking about. You look yeah. perplexed. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, because I was... No, sorry. I was going off on a tangent in my own mind. Again. Bobby cat shit. Sorry. <laughs> Bobby cat shit. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay, continue. No, but I know what fairies you're talking about. The fountains, yeah. and then you, when you make them whole again. Yeah, the great, the great. No, you're fairies. talking about the little fairies that are like uh, a fraction of the fairy. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the the big one, which those little okay. ones were were weird looking. They big were. Ones were scary. Yeah, the stray fairies. The big ones were scary. Yeah, they're, I I cried a little. Yeah, they're they're really into the the leopard skin fashion, aren't they? <laughs> yes, a little bit. They they found their niche. They wear vines. <laughs> It's like the 80s all over again. So playing on the 3DS, I had a huge, huge graphical update. The The game looks incredible comparatively to the the 64 version. The, the graphics are actually pretty crazy to be on a handheld. Uh, I was actually really shocked with how like it wasn't dropping frames or anything like that. I was really impressed. Constant uh, 60 frames? I don't know if any handhelds capable of doing 60 frames. I'm not 100 okay. like I don't want to like quote that. No, yeah. It wasn't dropping frames though. There wasn't any slowdown. Did you play with the 3D at all? No, I uh the 3D gives me a headache. So okay. I just kind of I just roll with regular. There's uh the bosses actually physically like look different. It looks like they're completely redesigned. The fish actually looks like a an actual like sea creature as opposed to like some weird kind of metallic looking thing. So you like did it, take the time to look at the differences? Oh yeah. I, I really wanted to know like the comparison between what you guys were playing and seeing and what I was seeing, just for total transparency here, because there are certain parts of it that make it feel like it's a, a different game. Mostly the boss fights and the controls. I'm gonna go more into my final thoughts about that. Yeah, the, the graphics on the 3DS version were... I was impressed. Cool. All right, let's move on to Mr. Koji Kondo and music. Music. Biggest point I want to like send home on this one. It was awesome revisiting the music from Ocarina of Time. A lot of those songs really stuck with me as a child. And just to hear... Especially because it was so late in the game when you finally learned the Song of Storms. Oh, yeah. That was like my fucking jam from, from the first game. And it just like, just to hear it again, I was like, yes, they fucking snuck it in. So would you go to the windmill then and just listen to... Dun, 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 there was a lot of times I did. I, I think I did. I spent a lot of time in that area. <laughs> no um, wonder it took you 40 fucking hours to beat the game. No, 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 no not in this <laughs> game. On, on the other one. Is he doing Game of Thrones or Song of Storms? Yeah, it sounded like Game of Thrones. Wait, that's the same. I like the song. I think it's called Oath to Order. The one that you do to summon the spirits. Yeah, I wrote this note down early in the game. It's just a very dark song. I don't know. It just it sounded really, really awesome when they were playing it. Like There was a lot of tracks in this game that I thought were really solid i think there was some that were not so solid as well more of a I, liquid or gas i really got <laughs> a leggy of emptiness got old i i got sick of the music in the deku area yeah i forget what music that was but i remember i was just like yeah the deku area in general yeah, yeah. no um, the one that really fucking bothered me was in west clock town 
And then, yeah, whatever the uh, the last song that you learn so you can leave uh, totems of yourself and having to play that. That's the 200 emptiness. times the emptiness. 200 yeah. times, yeah, right? Yeah, that, that was <laughs> you just... You really do have to play that a ton. Yeah. It, it just got annoying. There's no other song like that at least forces you to have to listen to it. Uh, when it comes to the music, I have to admit, the Song of Healing, and I think I said this earlier, the Song of Healing... For whatever reason, I like fell in love with it. Like I had the soundtrack on a CD, and I would listen to that for hours. The version that's in the game, uh, I would I would listen to it. I I really do enjoy all the music. I love the subtle touches where there's the the clock town theme day one, and then day two. I think it's mostly the same. Day two it rains, and then day three it's like the normal theme, but it's a little crazy because the way things are going. Yeah. It's, they have like this eerie overtone. They speed it to up. It. Yeah. And then I think they, they add the ocarina to it. And then the last six hours, when it actually turns into like the numbers are falling like an odometer, and the music is just really sort of like melancholic and very, you know, sad. There's a lot of love put into the music. There are a lot of things recycled from ocarina just like everything else in, in the game, basically. But I do really like the music in this game throughout. And there are a couple tracks here or there that I don't like, but fell in love with the music when I played it the first time. I, I thought the music was very memorable. I definitely have like a little bit of the um, Ocarina songs stuck in my head. Like just different ones randomly will pop in. It's definitely... See, it hasn't hit me yet because I haven't played it twice in a game. You know what I mean? Because I haven't played Ocarina to any sort of like memorable amount but i really did enjoy the music and like you can tell it's a it's a good soundtrack for like the end of the world and trying to combat that i thought it was very fitting to this story but again that could be a little bit of bias because it's the first time i'm hearing some of this stuff as opposed to hearing it the second time in a different game and a different experience even remembering some of the old songs and just breaking it out and remembering how to play Bolero Fire, it just it made me miss some of the other <laughs> some of the other music from the other game because there were a few where I was I was in I I loved it and then I didn't quite get the same feeling with a lot of the new stuff that they put in, not terrible but just nothing that really sticks with me like it did in Ocarina of Time. I think it's important to note as well. You're not just limited to hearing this music on the ocarina. You have the organ with the Deku mask, mm-hmm. the drums with the, the, or, the... You mean the trumpets, the Deku mask, sorry. Was it? Yeah, it was like a uh, horns. Yeah, yeah, okay, what? He had horns. Trumpet, whatever. Uh, drums. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, uh, the guitar. That's a very good point, absolutely. So you get to kind of hear it in different connotations instead of just with a, a woodwind yeah. instrument. More or less. Yeah, which is a nice touch that they, they did that. It's yeah. not just a Goron with an ocarina. Mm. So, I did not like the drums. I, just, I don't know. I just got really bad flashbacks of trying to do that side quest of trying to get the baby to shut the fuck up. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. The lullaby. Yeah. Anyway, so while, while we're in the music uh, section, I did want to talk about some of the, the, the sound effects and, the, the, for lack of a better term, the, the voiceover in the game. Two things I wanted to point out. I absolutely love the sound effect... For the guy who looks um, almost like a Roman-era dressed guard when they're having that heated debate in the mayor's office. Uh-huh. 
He's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I loved it every time. I thought it was so fucking hilarious. I was like, where? The, 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 the construction, the, the carpenter guy who's like, and their mouths are like so like, ridiculous. And it's like, oh, oh. Yeah. I loved exactly it. I thought mean. it was so fucking funny. Every time I heard it, I loved it. I also really enjoyed the Gruda. That's the female yeah, fortress. The, the, when they scream, it was hilarious. It was just, I don't know where the hell they got that sound clip from, but it just sounded so fucking ridiculous every time you heard it. Like when you knock them out with your sword? Or the or your no, bow. there was something I think that jumped in the room that scared them all out of the room or something. At room oh, oh yeah, the, the bees, bees when okay, you drop down, yeah. yes. you drop the bees, and they were just all screaming. <laughs> so, I don't know. It just sounded yeah, absolutely yeah. ridiculous. And I know what you mean. way out of place. But no, I, I just those were two things I I had to write down a note for it because they really stuck out to me. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but no, that fucking Roman guy. Ah, this <laughs> is every time. Uh huh. I really want to pull up a sound clip for it, too. <laughs> Just sneaking into the episode. Yeah, that's that's all I got for music. Let's move on to our final thoughts. Final thoughts. I leave it to you guys. Who, who wants to Who wants to go? Go ahead, Ralph. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he turned that shit around on you. So, my final thoughts for this game would be that, in many ways, it has what Ocarina doesn't, and the same is true... For Ocarina, if that makes sense. So, so you're saying they complement each other in a they way. They do complement each other. I fully admit that I have a level 11 nostalgia for, for this game. and Out of 100, right? <laughs> <laughs> 11 out of 10. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's an achievement in game design and what they managed to do in a year. I do see that there are some negatives to it. I've, I've played Ocarina more than Majora's which doesn't seem to make sense because I you know, talk about it with such praise. But Majora's Mask really stayed with me. It, it imprinted itself in my brain and, and just stayed there all these years. I can't believe it's been 17 years since this game came out. And it had an impact on me at the time. I really enjoy it and love it. It has those, those negative qualities, but you know, I, I, I don't care. I think uh, it's a fantastic entry in the Zelda series, and I fully wish that more often the Zelda franchise would go off the beaten path and do a side story like this because the tried and true of Link going against Ganon, saving Zelda, and there could be a dark world or another world or an alternate world maybe, I think it's a little played out and this kind of Zelda I wish we had more of. Steve, go! So my final thoughts on the game... I'm glad I got to play something in the Zelda series because it's something that I really did miss because I played a shit ton for A Link to the Past, which then, of course, they put out for Game Boy, so I played that. And then nothing. And literally, you just saying this game coming out 17 years ago means I haven't played a Zelda game in 20 years, somewhere around there. So I'm really glad that we got to visit this series I wish I had a little more time because this would be the type of game where I would want to 100% complete it, even though it would take a lot more time. But I, I did enjoy it to the point where I'm sad that I didn't get to do everything. 
especially once you started talking about the fierce deity mask all i wanted out of it was just to be adult link at some point i just i just favor adult link more than child link or more prepubescent link wherever the fuck he's at now because he can use a (laughs) good good job link you're good i really think that's a psychological thing but never mind (laughs) (laughs) you face clark Did you roll your eyes? No, I was like, you <laughs> did one of those. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. Go ahead, please. That's all right. Uh, either way, I just wish that I would have actually got to play as Adult Link. But you know, it's it's okay. All in all, I, I still I still enjoy the playthrough. But you know, I'm I'm missing out on a few things. What you think, Harry? Uh, all right, I did have a lot of thoughts. Okay. <laughs> and now they're good. Gone. That's, oh, man, that's go. how most people get through the day. That's good. <laughs> All right. Trailing back to the beginning of this episode. Are you going to play this song of time? <laughs> <laughs> get back to the beginning of the episode. You said that they pumped this out in a year and that they were going to get a time extension. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because the game's about time. Song of double time. But they were like, no, 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 no. Let's stick. To this one year time. The director frame. said, I have pushed so hard, I don't want I don't even want more time. I just want we'll finish this out and I will do it in a year to prove that I can. Should have taken a little more time. That that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Again, when we were talking about the bosses, they limited themselves to four temples. Should have been four great bosses with each temple. And not just that. I mean, they, they should have been more temples and cut out some of that flack that's in between. Why why should I be playing a game for padding? Do you know what I mean? I'm playing a game for enjoyment and to be totally immersed in a particular world. I'm not doing this just to pass time, more or less. Like, I'm trying to get something more out of it than just a time sink. I find with certain aspects of this game, I found myself wasting my time. And I'm not trying to be too harsh, but in reality, it's like, I only have so much time to play games. Is this worth spending as much time as I did? Should have used this song of I know. slow time. Jesus I think, <laughs> Jesus I think uh, maybe you wasted more time on No Man's Sky than you did on Majora's Mask. Maybe. That's another... I mean, I'm going to rank it higher than No Man's Sky. I'll give you, I'll give you that. A Ooh, t- spoiler alert. Yeah, a little teaser. Spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I just... I really wanted to like this game because I loved Ocarina of Time. There was just some really thing. There, there was some really big things that just frustrated the fuck out of me with this game. All right. So I'll, I'll delve into my final thoughts. This is one of the first Zelda games that I've beaten. It's really my first exposure to a 3D Zelda game. Other than, you know, here and there I have played Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, and Ocarina. But, like, not sat down, hammered out the game. With that being said, on the 3DS, I think I had a better experience. Like, some of the things you guys are saying, I absolutely agree with. But, like, I, I, I feel like I had a better experience with some of the controls. It was a little easier to play, it seemed like. The bosses were different and m- way more engaging on on the 3DS. And I actually think really highly of this game. I really, really had a good time with it. I try to keep my judgments and stuff, like, arbitrary. If you are going to play Majora's Mask, especially if it's going to be the first for the first time, I highly suggest... Get it on the 3DS. It's a great game. It's a great, great game. All right. Let's move on to our scores. The score. I had something written down, 
at the start of this, and I thought I'd hold pretty true to that, but after we've discussed it and really thought critically, I'm going to say that my nostalgia score is probably 100%, and my real score should be 85%, because while the game is good, I think my nostalgia was blinding me on several things. Below Donkey Kong Country for you. Really? Do you want to do that? <laughs> what did I put Donkey Kong No, he Kong said 85. At? Write it down. It's official. What did I put Donkey Kong at? 89. And you wrote it in. <laughs> wow. I, mean, I mean, that's just... That's just, that's just that ludicrous. Right. That's just not right. Uh, 90. 90%. Steve. So, judgment on Majora's <laughs> Mask. So... <laughs> Give it double M. I would have to give this teetering between a B plus and an A minus. I think I'm going to have to go A minus on it. <laughs> it goes D. Threw you off, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there because it was a fun game. I did enjoy playing it, though some of the stuff seemed just kind of thrown in there. Wasn't enough to really throw me off on how I felt overall about the game and what I got to play and just having literal nostalgia just because it's been so long since playing anything uh it caught me at a good time a minus a minus let me jot that down in the book jot it you official jotter uh harry go all right i did a lot of thinking about this this is actually harder now that i really have to spit it out i think i'm gonna give it a 5.5 which is above super mario 64 but it's below max Payne 3 out of 10? Out of 10. Whoa. I know. Jeez. I'm sorry. I just... You don't need to be sorry. You just I, I you didn't have you a fun time sorry, with it. man. It's your score. Yeah, I, I hit a wall with this game. I'm sorry. It just... I, I told you, stop being sorry. It let, it let me down. Stop being sorry, Harry. I had high expectations. Harry, stop being sorry. That That's a shame. I'm almost kind of sad to hear that you were let down. Somebody needs to play the song of healing on Harry. No, he might die. (laughs) (laughs) He just looks you dead in the eye. Oh, my soul's at peace. (gasps) (laughs) Not before. Yeah! A power ballad. Sorry, Harry, you can feel better by playing my skin flute. Uh, (laughs) Clark, your score, please. (laughs) It's just as blue as the ocarina. Um... (laughs) It's a condition. (laughs) Has the spout and everything. <laughs> All seven of them. All the holes. <laughs> Steve's like a sprinkler. <laughs> <laughs> a I'm so grossed out right now. <laughs> hey, hum that. Hey, hum that song. I like. Uh, yeah (laughs) I think the devil has a shovel (sighs) alright he's digging another level of hell for us alright yeah so I'm gonna throw my final thought or not my final thought (laughs) shit the score fuck (laughs) shit shit two fucks out of one shit (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna give this I'm going to give this 12 stray fairies out of 15. 
Also, death to tingle. <laughs> that is part of my score. <laughs> death to tingle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to write that on the chart. <laughs> you can put a check mark or a circle or something. <laughs> check mark. Here, let, That's yeah, what let he me did just... before. <laughs> yeah, I. Just... <laughs> Hey, guys, don't forget, you can check us out on iTunes. Feel free to leave us a review if you like. Um, we'll be sure to, to read it in the next episode. Uh, I think we've got one tonight. Uh, Harry, shoot. All right, this is titled Funny Guys and Cool Games. This is from the Ginger 82 These guys are great, and what's better than video games and drinking? Thank you, Ginger. Thank you, Ginger. Thank you, Ginger. Thanks, Ginger. The next game we're going to be playing is Mass Effect. Yeah. The original. I'm excited. I love Mass Effect. I really think. We're going to get Shep all over the place. Shep yeah, City. Shep all over your face. I know nothing about this game. I know very little about Mass Effect, actually, to my utter shame. And we should have a special guest for you listeners out there. Ooh. Ooh. Presence. Ooh. Someone you haven't heard before. <laughs> Jay Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> We got John fucking Travolta. <laughs> Sandy! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. We're not, we're not doing that again. <laughs> we gotta go through the mass relay! <laughs> Alright, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the uh, Majora's Mask deconstruction review. We'll be back soon. Death to Tingle. Game over.